today's February 9th, and we are here. It is 1.30 in the motherfucking morning on Everyone Has an Opinion, and guess what we are here to talk about? If you think we're here to talk about boxing, you're wrong. We are here to talk about the WrestleMania press conference where, and I'm just going to jump right into it, The Rock slapped the absolute dog shit out of Cody Rhodes' bitch ass, but we are here. I'm with my man Juan, and I am fired the hell up. And if you ain't fired up for WrestleMania, then I don't know what else to tell you. Go fuck yourself. Juan, how are you feeling? I'm feeling like I'm on the road to WrestleMania. Thank you, Kevin, for that intro. This is Everyone Has an Opinion. I'm the man whose name is on the marquee, and this is the professional wrestling edition. We had to get at you guys with an instant analysis because what took place a few hours ago in Las Vegas at the WrestleMania 40 press conference has the entire wrestling world on fire. Kevin said it at the top. If you're not fired up, what the hell is wrong with you? Get off this podcast. Go listen to something else. Wrestling isn't for you. But for those of you that enjoy the fine arts of professional wrestling, this is exactly what we wanted. People entered this press conference not knowing what's going to happen. Is The Rock versus Roman Reigns a foregone conclusion? You have the biggest star possibly on the planet in The Rock against the hottest star in all of wrestling over the last three years, Roman Reigns. They're a family. This is for the head of the table. The storyline writes itself. People were pissed off because you have a wrestler named Cody Rhodes who is red hot right now. The crowd's behind him. They had We Want Cody trending worldwide for multiple days. They want their guy to be the one to dethrone Roman Reigns who has been a champion for over three years in the WWE. But that's not what happened, is it? The Rock hit us with a swerve, didn't he? The Rock showed up earlier on Pat McAfee's podcast talking a lot of trash, planting the seeds, saying Cody crybabies, saying Rock vs. Roman is going to be the biggest main event of all time, which it probably could be. But Cody Rhodes said, eh, eh, I'm the winner of the Royal Rumble. I'm calling the shot. I want Roman Reigns. And The Rock took offense to that, especially when Cody Rhodes looked at Roman Reigns and said, what would your ancestors think? And The Rock said, you're talking about family. You're talking about my family. You're talking about my blood. You're disrespecting me. Now, we have a problem. And like Kevin said, he slapped the taste out of Cody Rhodes' mouth. Wow. I didn't expect that. You didn't expect that if you're listening. Nobody expected that. That is when wrestling is at its best, when you can't predict what's going to happen. Kevin, what were your thoughts when you saw that happen? When I first saw it and I saw the fans booing The Rock, um, actually, let's take it back. Let's take it back to the Pat McAfee show, the clip you sent me earlier. You could already kind of see which direction The Rock was going in. And then when he comes out and he's talking, he's kind of playing with the fans a little bit. He's guaranteeing that this is going to be the biggest mania. Um, and they they kind of shook hands a little bit. Like they, they had that moment there. And then Cody comes out. And Cody kind of changed from the direction he went in last week when he was telling uh, Roman that, you know, he spoke to The Rock and that was, was going to happen. Now Cody comes out. He's playing into... The, the crybaby Cody fans is what The Rock was going to say, uh, like The Rock did say, and he was basically like, I'm getting screwed and this and that, and it got the fans all fired up. And then he fucked up when he said what he said about the family. And did The Rock not slap the piss out of Cody? <laughs> I mean, I was fired up. 
I, I, I'm still in shock about that because I don't know where that leaves us. Like, The Rock and Roman walked out together. So it's like, I have so many questions and we're going to get into all that. Um, but, man, like, I'm speechless still. And that was hours ago. That's what makes professional wrestling the best when you can't predict how it's going to go. Everyone had an idea heading into this and they completely went left field with it. The Rock entered that press conference challenging Roman Reigns and they left not hand in hand, but they left together. Yeah, I mean, Cody Rhodes told Roman, What would your ancestors think? And The Rock said, Wait a minute. You're talking about his family? You're talking about my family. You're talking about his blood? You're talking about my blood. <laughs> now we have a problem. And he, like you said, he slapped the dog shit out of Cody. It gets broken up. Seth Rollins is on the side. And I kind of feel bad for Seth Rollins because he's kind of just there at this point. <laughs> and he's like, What are we doing? This isn't what we're here for. And The Rock looked at him. He said, shut your bitch ass. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the crazy thing is, is like CM Punk, he was great on the commentary after saying, you know, about how The Rock technically is his boss. And, and he's like, I don't care if that was my boss. We'd be throwing hands. And Cody did absolutely nothing. And then when The Rock goes to the back, he's talking to Triple H. And Triple H is saying it was uncalled for. And The Rock's basically... It's basically telling Triple H like he doesn't give a fuck. He you didn't you don't want to do nothing about it. This and that. It just seems real. And it's so crazy that you sent me that clip this week of of Rick Rude and Sting, and I was like, man, this is what wrestling's missing. If anybody has, these guys were complaining about The Rock taking Cody's spot. If anybody has anything to say about what happened today, then they can go fuck themselves because this right here was everything we wanted. We don't know where it's going. We, it just feels organic at this point. It feels old school. We don't know who's main eventing. We don't know who's the, we don't know if the Rock's fighting Roman. We don't know if Rock's fighting Cody. We don't know if both is going to happen. We, we just don't know. And that's the way we want it. We did not know in 98 when Stone Cold and Shawn Michaels fought that Mike Tyson was going to turn. We thought that they were, how was Stone Cold going to beat these two? We didn't know. We, we have social media now, so we know things before they happen. But right now, we don't know. Nobody thought until maybe, like I said, I saw the Pat McAfee that The Rock was basically going to turn heel. And I think that's the best thing he did because you say it all the time, and we're going to get into this plenty later on. That's your favorite version of Rock is the Hollywood Rock. My favorite version was the corporate Rock. Um, and and you kind of have a blend of both right you now because he's in reality, he is corporate Rock. He's, he's on the board. But he's also heel rock. He's also Hollywood rock. He's also a movie star. It's both of those combinations of the rock combined into one. He's, and then you got the 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 Samoan factor into it. So you got that, you know, put into it too. If you remember when Rock was in his heyday, he didn't really, you know, talk about his heritage that much. It was just more, you know, about you know his five hundred dollar, you know, shirts and his thousand dollar shoes and his Lincoln that Stone Cold was running over. Then it was. Him being the people's champion, and 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 then it then it was into Hollywood Rock and stuff like that. Yeah, early but, on they did a little bit, but it didn't work. Rocky Maivia, mm -hmm. they mentioned his father, they mentioned his grandfather, and that was cool. It got him in the door, but it didn't work. It wasn't a good character at that time. They chanted "Die Rocky Die," <laughs> and now we've kind of come full circle. If anybody, it's all if anybody can do both, it's him. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about one of the greatest performers of all time. So he's done a great job. Whether this was planned 
or they transitioned, which I think they did transition into what, into how the fans were kind of reacting to it. And that, to me, that's for the better. Yep. You got to give the people what they want. And you had, like you said, you had people crying for Cody. You had the casual Rock fans coming into the into wrestling again, saying, "No, of course we, we're here for the Rock. We want to see the Rock." Well, now you can see both, because even though there's not a match announced for the Rock, I can guarantee you the Rock is going to appear at WrestleMania in a match. It's just what is he going to be doing in that match, yep. and that's why we have to stay tuned and find out. I can tell you what I what I'm what I'm hoping for. I'm on the fence with uh, how this is going to play out, but I think I want Rock Roman. Um, there's no way around it. I think that is colossal. You've got, you know, Roman potentially breaking Hogan's streak. You know, it started out with, you know, he wanted to sit at the head of the table. And I feel like it's just because Cody won the Rumble that everybody's arms are up. If Cody hadn't won the Rumble or if Cody des- decided to want to fight Seth Rollins then nobody would really care, but they feel like Cody's losing his spot. So, I mean, there's there's a numerous num- amounts of ways this can play out. Like I said, I, I, I wouldn't even mind seeing um the way that it ended, you know, the Rock and Roman teaming up against Cody and Seth maybe next month at the Elimination Chamber. But as far as Mania, I'm not saying that we don't get the rematch of Roman and Cody, but we have to see the Rock and Roman in some form. Maybe we'll get that match at the Elimination Chamber. Maybe I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. But at some point, we need to see The Rock and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. And um, like I said, I don't... The Cody is all well and fine. But we've seen that poster that's... Those are just two big monsters that we need to see in the ring. And that is going to do numbers. If it's just Rock first Cody or Roman Cody and there's no Rock Roman... I do not think the numbers are going to be the same because you're the the, the casual wrestling fan that's going to turn in and is going to want to see. They want to see is the Rock going to defeat Roman and take the belt and end this era. So yeah, I want to respond to a few things you just said right there. As far as elimination chamber, I mean, I thought Cody versus Drew was official, but I, apparently not. So that card is definitely open. They can do something there. Whether it's a tag match, well, Rollins isn't cleared. I don't know if you know that. I know Kevin. For those listening, Kevin is an Attitude Era historian. He knows a lot about the history of professional wrestling. He is great with dates. He can tell you times and places of events in the 90s off the top of his head like few in the world can. But with the current product, he's more in and out. He isn't day-to-day with it. So I'm not sure if he's if he knows that. Seth Rollins is a torn MCL. Kevin, are you aware of that? Yes, I am. Um, I am aware so of that. I'm not sure if he's cleared for Elimination Chamber. He may be, but I don't think he is yet. Could be wrong. But the way they set that up, there definitely could be a tag, uh, tag team scenario there. And as far as WrestleMania, I... And I said this as soon as the press conference was over. Kevin's my witness. I sent it to my friend Austin. If he's listening, I have proof of this. So before anyone on Twitter tries to steal my, my take... This is how I book it based on how the press conference turned out. You go into WrestleMania because at the end of that press conference, like we said, The Rock and Triple H have a little confrontation. Triple H is like, you know you were wrong. The Rock says, I wasn't wrong. He was talking about my family. You let him talk about my family. You fix it 
or I will. Now remember, The Rock is now on the board. We talked about corporate rock and Hollywood rock blending the character. The Rock, this is my take. This is my, this is how I'm booking it. The Rock abuses his power as a board member. He tells Cody, I don't give a damn if you won the Royal Rumble. You are putting that shot on the line. Night one of WrestleMania, because this is about me and Roman. Our family is the one family that runs pro wrestling. Because he said that during his little rant at the press conference. Cody has to face the Rock night one. Cody goes over. Gets, he earns the shot in night two. Gets the rematch with Roman and beats Roman. Ending the bloodline. He told Roman a few weeks ago, I want to take everything from you. Not just the championship. Everything from you. And part of that everything is being the tribal chief, is being this dominant force in wrestling. What better way to do that than not only take out you, take out your more famous cousin, The Rock. That would put Cody at a different level. That would put him at John Cena type status, in my opinion. The way that he's been over the last two years, and I'm a huge Cody fan, but my favorite wrestler ever, is Stone Cold Steve Austin. And a couple of years ago, Stone Cold Steve Austin main evented WrestleMania after a 19-year absence. And what was the bigger story that year, in my opinion? It was the harder story that year. Was Cody Rhodes, because he came from AEW, where he was an executive vice president. And he joined WWE and surprised the world and turned up at WrestleMania. That had more buzz than Stone Cold Steve Austin. That sounds insane, right? That is what it happened. Go back and check the articles. Check fan reactions. Cody Rhodes is over. So if he goes into WrestleMania 40 and beats The Rock and Roman Reigns, that puts him in elite status. And now you have a story where Roman Reigns is upset with The Rock because The Rock blew it. The Rock loses night one, so Roman blames The Rock. And he says, you blew it. It was supposed to be us. And you let this guy, Cody, beat you. Then he beats me. I should have never even faced him. You blew it. Roman turns on The Rock. The Rock's instantly a face again. That leads us into Rock versus Roman down the line. Remember, The Rock kept saying, this is the long game. I'm here for the long game. I think we get Rock Roman, but I don't think we get it as soon as you want it. I think we get it maybe SummerSlam, maybe even next WrestleMania. What do you think about that, Kevin? I'm not saying that that's a bad idea. First of all, I'm going to go back to what you said about my goat as well, Mr. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes, the Cody buzz was big, but remember, Stone Cold was fighting a guy who he loved in Kevin Owens. If Stone Cold had been main eventing against Roman Reigns, the Cody buzz wouldn't have been as big, in my personal opinion. But that's beside the point. Stone Cold's the goat, and we have plenty of time to talk about that. But back to what you just said. I think it's a great idea. I just personally wouldn't go with it because this buildup has been about Rock and Roman and people think the only... We've already saw Cody and Roman and he came up short. Roman said it tonight. But why did he come up short? Because he got screwed. So has everybody else, though. So has everybody... I mean, there's been... How but many Cody people has, has Roman beat clean? 
No, you're right. He does that does happen often. But the difference is Cody has only one pinfall loss since he's came back to WWE. And that one pinfall loss is to Roman Reigns. And that one pinfall loss is because he cheated. So that's the I mean, only everyone else has been can beat. You backtrack and see everybody else that fought Roman and in a in a twelve year span, how many losses they've had. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that the answer could be wrong or right. I'm just saying I just think that we need to see Rock and Roman. And I think... But I think we are, just not when you want it. I, it it's WrestleMania, man. I, this is the idea that I also threw up for Mania. I said, listen, and, and guys, pay attention to this. Stick with me here. I could see night one, Rock and Roman. I could see Rock going to win the match and Roman doing what he does best. You know, they cheat the rock somehow or whatever. People are pissed or whatever. They may or may not be pissed, but the rock gets screwed over and people know that he gets screwed over. Roman goes to fight Cody night two, and he's about to do the same thing to Cody that he did last year. But this time the rock says, this isn't how I want things done. And he comes out, saves the day. He becomes a, he becomes a face again. Cody gets the belt. Everybody goes home happy. Rock. Brock just basically, he still ended the streak. He still stopped it by helping Cody. We don't have to see The Rock with the belt because we know we don't want to see that. We barely get to see Roman have matches. So we, we don't want to see The Rock as the champion. But he will be the end. He will be the one to end that era of the Tribal Chief. Cody becomes champion. Now if Rock and Roman want to continue their feud. But this mania, I, I don't think that we can just walk away with Rock and Cody Rhodes. Like, I'm not saying Cody Rhodes isn't over, but the posters we've been seeing, it's got to be who is the head of the table. That, And we know that, you know, I don't want to spoil it for you guys, but we know that Rock, unless it's not going to be for the belt, unless the Rock's going to just beat him and it's not going to be for the belt, but I think it has to be for the belt. I think that makes perfect sense. You, you, have, the, you have the Rock get get fucked over Cody is about to have the same thing happen and the rock says you know what this isn't this isn't how I want our legacy to go down as us cheating everybody he comes in he stops Jay Jimmy solo any of them guys from screwing over Cody he allows Cody to win the natural and then the rock and Roman kind of go off into their own thing if that's possible but we have to whether it's night one I, I guess it has to be night one Rock Roman has to happen, or you just you you make Cody wait, and 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 you 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 just main event with that. I, yeah, I, Cody ain't wait. Not a, not after what we saw tonight. <laughs> we thought, I mean, we thought last week that um that it was just gonna be Rock and Cody was gonna step aside. Now let me ask, you, where the fuck does Seth Rollins fit in this? Just like he was on stage, where where does he fit? Well, the way you go with that is the the elimination chamber. I think. You, you have a chamber where the winner of the chamber fights okay, Seth Rollins for the right, title. All right, all right. Which I think originally was going to be CM Punk. I think everyone who was following knew that. But CM Punk, unfortunately, got injured, tore his tricep. And now Cody needs, I mean, Seth needs an opponent. I think Drew McIntyre is the natural fit. He's been on fire lately. He's been cutting great promos. He has a built-in feud already with Seth, so I think that makes a lot of sense. And he's kind of taking credit for injuring uh, CM Punk. He's even come out with a shirt that says, <laughs> rest in peace, CM Punk's WrestleMania main event. So 
So he's yeah. he's he's doing great work. I think that is uh, the natural tra- transition there. But like you said, you t- you wanted to see Rock Roman, which I mean we all want to see that. Of course, I'm not saying I don't want to see it by any means. I was I was backing that match as soon as it got announced. While these people were like, oh no, this is this is terrible. No, it's not <laughs> terrible. It's box office is what it is. People who don't want to see it don't understand business. Don't understand that more eyes are going to be on wrestling than ever before. That's not hyperbole. I'm talking about ever before. I can tell you this right now, Juan. If if Roman and Cody were were just main eventing and Rock wasn't involved, they wouldn't be on First Tank. They wouldn't be on ESPN. Yeah, they wouldn't have had this press conference. They've had press conferences before. Not like this. Not Not like this. Not where people were this amped up to see it. This was on every streaming platform, every Looked like Floyd every Mayweather app. and Manny Pacquiao all over this, again. This was on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, the Peacock app. This was everywhere. This was big. There was people that were texting me about this that don't even watch wrestling regularly. They maybe watch one or two events a year. They were tuned into the press conference. They were saying, how do I find a way to watch this? <laughs> Seriously. I mean, it was that big. But the like I'm saying, I think the way to go is the way I booked it because you you said yourself the Rock versus Roman for the title is predictable because the Rock's not winning the championship right so wouldn't it be more unpredictable if Cody takes that championship and now you don't have a title but you still have Rock versus Roman for the head of the table not not if you do what I just said and uh, but Rock oh wins, you said Rock wins you said DQ. Rock you said Rock versus Roman night one Rock wins Rock wins but it's by DQ so he doesn't get the belt they screw the Rock over. That's a shit way to end WrestleMania, though. It's the first night, and you have a night to redeem yourself. You do have a night to redeem yourself. But how do you, you have get... people pissed, and then what better well, way... Well, not everyone's going to both nights, so so someone out there would buy a ticket <laughs> to see well, that and go home pissed. there's more people watching at home than there are there. There are. Yeah, you're right about that. But how do you get to there? They, you, we both saw them leave the arena together on the same page. I know. Shaking hands. I We're know. family. We're in this together. I know. So how do they get to a one-on-one match right now? Maybe the chamber, like I said, we got six. Well, what days happens to at the chamber? <sighs> maybe book the damn territory. You got the book. You got <laughs> Triple H. What are you doing? I mean, I mean, hey, maybe you have, you know, in the tag match, maybe they lose somehow, and you know. Oh, who's the tag match against? Just to clarify, who are you booking them against? If it's I Rock did, and it Roman would be against Rock and Roman first. The two guys on stage today would be Cody and Seth. Seth and Cody. Assuming Seth is good Assuming to go. Assuming Seth's yep. ready, yeah. Yeah, that would be a great match. And then, and like you said, maybe I don't maybe know if you said it on air or off air, but the Rock in a tag match would be a great way to get his feet wet, get yep. get back. You could kind of see, can he do a? If he looks great, and I get it, it's only a tag match, but it's also he still has another month to get ready. I mean, so, I have no doubt about Rock being ready. I don't, I don't have any doubt. I mean, I get it. He's older. And he's been away for so long, but he's in great shape. I know it's not ring shape, but he has the ability to get in ring Absolutely. shape. We saw Steve Austin have a fun match at a main event, and he was in not even close to the shape that the Rock's in. We've seen guys come back and have one-offs. Not, not a main event of WrestleMania. And I don't think the Rock would do it if he didn't think he could. Yeah, exactly. And he's already said he's the camp has started. He's, he's got a ring in Hawaii. He's got a ring in L.A. The Rock will be ready. The Rock is a guy that knows preparation is key. The business is in his blood. If you remember, it's like riding a bike. The bumps obviously going to be get him sore and stuff like that, but I think he'll be ready if by wrestling. Remember, uh, twenty twelve when he when he beat Cena, yeah, and then the next year he came. He he did he win the Rumble or he won the title? 
he so he beat Punk. He he, had the he came back. He wanted the first match was a tag match. He teamed with Cena at Survivor Series, and I think that was a kind of let's see how it goes. It was in Madison uh, Square Garden. Situation. And in <laughs> real quick trivia question: Do you know who the tag match was against? It was Rock and Cena. Can you name the two people that main evented at Madison Square Garden? Who was the team? Do you know? Was CM Punk involved? Nope. It was The Miz and R-Truth. Crazy, right? They got a main event <laughs> angle. <laughs> but anyway, they had that tag match. Then they went. He didn't appear again. Well, didn't have a match again until WrestleMania against Cena. He, be- he beats Cena. He goes away for a little while. He comes back, and he, he said he wanted to be champion. He beat Punk. He beat CM Punk at the Royal Rumble. That same Rumble, Cena wins it. So you set up. Rock Roman 2 there. I mean, uh, Rock Cena Cena 2 there. And then he had a rematch against Punk before he fought Cena at Elimination Chamber. He He beats Punk again. And then you go to Mania. So he had a few matches. Yeah, I mean. That's why The Rock doesn't seem like a guy that's going to do one match. He just doesn't. Like, why just do one match? Why not do a story? And that's what we saw tonight. A story. I I totally get all that. I I just can't see... The Rock and Cody being the main event after all this talk about Rock Roman, Rock Roman, and I get what you're saying. You're you're saying why can't we? It's just because it's at Mania. It's but I I'm saying the, the bigger, bigger picture is forty one. We could do forty one Rock Roman. You could. The you Rock could. has said himself, and he he he. It's not like he said it once. He said it like three or four different times. I'm a long. Gamer, that's his verbatim word. That's what he said. I'm a long. What's a long game? A year is a long. No, game. No, I get it, but you know, a lot of things can a lot of things can happen. You know. Oh, it's a risk. Isn't you like know, you're saying injuries, injuries and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, he's not a spring chicken. You know. No. Like, what happened to see Definitely him a risk <laughs> for sure. It's a risk. You know, and he's been way more active than the Rock, and something stupid like that happens. Bam, your plans are ruined. So, uh, like true. I said, we'll see. We got 58 days. We, we, I mean. Like I said, either either which way is that I'm the exact? Thinking, you've said that a lot. Like, is that the exact amount of days? <laughs> is, I'm I don't sure know. That they said fifty. Oh, okay. I Michael Cole they might have. That. It does feel like it is about that time, though. But yeah, we do have a lot of time. I love the build. I love that it's unpredictable. Um, these journalists out here say they know everything that's going to happen. These people put out uh, reports about what was going to happen. They said at first, "Oh, this is." A last minute change because of the punk injury and the rock stepped in to save WrestleMania and because of the Vince scandal, this was a last minute thing. And then a couple of days later, that same publication, we won't even give them the credit of saying their name because they're Fuck idiots. We don't want to give them out. yeah. Well Dave Meltzer. We'll say Dave oh, Meltzer. Mr. Five Star himself. Yeah. He's got a she's got a and, he's got an and granted, he, for me. He's an <laughs> he knows a lot about wrestling, more than we know. But when you put out reports saying one thing and then a few days later say, oh, no, this is the plan all along. <laughs> and then, again, it's like, oh, Cody was pissed backstage about the reaction. He warned them that this was going to happen. Cody didn't Look, We don't know. They don't know. They may think they know, but they tuned in and they saw it just like we did. Why doesn't somebody ask and they were shocked. Of what, was, what was supposed to happen? Last year, because I heard Rock and Roman was supposed to happen last well, year. Well, you know what he said. His in famous Ho- in Hollywood, in Hollywood, and The Rock wasn't ready. So the, I mean, we've been hearing this for a while. I don't know if you're familiar with his famous words though. Dave Meltzer, when he's wrong, he said, "Yeah, well, plans changed." Yeah. 
That's what, he's never going to say, yeah, I was wrong. Oh, plans changed. This is what was going to happen, but plans changed. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I'm just glad that we don't know what's going to happen. That's when wrestling's at its peak Absolutely. to me, when we don't know what's going to happen. I don't want to be spoiled every single time. I don't want to know every single thing. And we live in a day and age where things are spoiled and leaks do happen and we find out about things before the show. But when it's like this, we didn't not, know this was going to happen. The last thing I thought going into this press conference was they were going to leave with The Rock smacking the piss out of you. Yeah, I didn't expect them to smack him. I mean, I did say to you, though, I was like, imagine if they jumped him, that would be cool. But that wasn't really my prediction. Yeah, but that was I, that was d- just seeing after he said what he said about his family. Like, going into it, we were like, hey, Cody's going to come out and get this piss slapped out. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad he did because it just seemed real, man. Like I said before, it just brought back that that essence of real... I was like, is this a shoot? Like, even when he was talking to Triple H, was like, it seemed like he was like really like upset about it. Like, it was believable. That's when yeah. wrestling's at his best, yeah. man. Like, you know, and and CM a real Punk did conflict a great job between men, too, like a, a conflict and issue, and they're gonna settle it in a wrestling ring. They're gonna bounce off the ropes and close on each other. But that's why we love this shit. This is gonna be fantastic. I can't wait. I think WrestleMania. The last few WrestleManias have had good builds. I mean, we just talked about Stone Cold Steve Austin returning two years ago. Cody Rhodes came back. And then last year was fun with the Sami Zayn storyline. And now we got this. I mean, this is a three-year run of WWE that, to me, who's been a fan of this product since before I can remember, is, and Kevin's showing me, this is the fourth, we're breaking the fourth wall right now. Kevin just showed me his phone, and WrestleMania is 57 days away, so he was pretty spot on with that. But yeah, back to what I was saying, I think this run right here of three of 37, excuse me, 38, 39, and WrestleMania 40 is going to be monumental. I think we're going to look back at this and say, wow, remember that three-year span? It's it's a fun time to be a wrestling fan, for sure. Wikipedia the Wikipedia post already has Roman and Cody face-to-face. I mean, they're definitely having a match. Like, that was solidified today, but I think there's going to be a few twists and turns before we get there. Now, obviously, all the attention was on The Rock and Cody and Roman, as it should be, at this press conference. But earlier in the press conference, we saw a few things, a few developments as well. We saw Rhea Ripley come out. We saw Becky Lynch come out, basically telling Rhea that she's going to win the chamber. She's going to challenge her at WrestleMania. Um, Bianca Belair came out and said she's in a weird position because the last few WrestleManias she was in the championship match and she isn't as of now but she has a chance once she enters the chamber and Bianca is undefeated at WrestleMania so they're they're leaving that open-ended really we don't know which way that's going to go yet and I think they have two really solid options right there whether it's Bianca versus Rhea or Becky Lynch versus Rhea I think either one will produce a great match and then on the SmackDown side for the women, you have Bailey who won the Royal Rumble, and she's involved in a great storyline with Io Sky, who was a part of her faction, Damage Control. If you were watching SmackDown the last few months, you saw there was tension building there where the rest of Damage Control was kind of against Bailey and were really looking at her a little differently. Even though Bailey was the leader and creator of the group, the other women in the crew just weren't really driving with, with Bailey at that time. And then Bailey won the Rumble. She teased like she was going to challenge Rhea Ripley, but she said, you guys don't realize 
I actually speak Japanese or understand Japanese. <laughs> and she heard her quote-unquote friends were talking trash behind her back. So that was a pretty cool reveal. Bailey turns face. She won the Rumble. She's going on to fight Io Sky. I think that's going to be a good match. And I think that's a really an underrated match. And it's so underrated that they didn't even feature either one of them on the press conference. I'm, I mean, I'm not saying they should have had a huge moment here, but they could have had a little interview. I mean, they had time before The Rock and all them came out. They could have did two minutes and, and put some shine on that match because I think that's going to be a fantastic match. I think Bailey is going to go down as one of the better women in WWE history Absolutely. based on her career. She's one of the, the four horsewomen that they called it, Charlotte, Becky, Sasha, and Bailey. They were the four that really changed women's wrestling in America. There was great Japanese wrestling for women back in the 90s even. But here in the United States, especially us growing up on on Attitude Era, Ruthless Aggression Era, it was more about their beauty, which isn't a bad thing, but (laughs) their athleticism and the storylines were never at the forefront. Those four women have taken it to an entirely different level. And Bailey, to me, doesn't get the credit that the other three do. And I think she deserves to get that credit. And I think she finally will after winning the Royal Rumble and hopefully getting her WrestleMania moment at 40. Do you, um, you want to see Becky Lynch win the chamber and go on to face Rhea Ripley? And then do you want to see, because we need to see Bianca, do you want to see Bianca and Jade at Mania? Is that what you want to see? Ooh, I almost forgot about Jade. Do I want to see that? That's a good question. I mean, I do want to see that 100%. I do want to see Bianca and Jade. But I don't know if Jade is ready for that right now. That's a big deal. But I think that is a good... that Yeah, the way you just set that up, I think that is a great idea. Because Bianca has to be in it. And if she... Is Bianca in the Elimination Chamber? Yes, she's in the Elimination Chamber. I was going to say I want to see Bianca versus Rhea. Mm Mm-hmm. But Bianca Jade is money. I don't know. It might be too soon. I think it might be a little bit too soon for that match. I personally, I think I would drag that out a little bit. It's you not could enough do, time to build that up. I mean, there is, there's a way to do it. I just don't know if that's if it's the right time. I feel like it might get lost in the shuffle. Because we have The Rock. We have the Cody thing. We have Rollins. We have the Bailey story. We have... Rhea, it might get lost. I feel like that is like a co-main so type match. So then you have Rhea, so then you would have... I would do Bianca Rhea. And then where does Becky go? Be- Becky could do Jade, but I think that's a little bit low. I mean, depends how you... Lo- I think... I don't know. It depends how you look at it. I think Bianca is hotter than, than Becky right now. Okay. But Becky always gets a great reaction. So maybe I'm in the outlier there. Maybe Becky is the biggest star right now. No, I don't but think I think the I match. Think she's bigger than Bianca. Is. Yeah, I think she Bianca's right on now. fire right now, and she has a reality show coming out. Like she, to me, is the biggest star right now in 2024. And I think the match itself in ring will be better with Bianca and Jade because of the physicality. Mm-hmm. But Becky might be able to walk her through a match a little bit better, if that makes sense. So, yeah, but either way, sense. I don't think you can go wrong. I don't think you can go wrong. Jade needs to look stronger. She I don't can want kinda, Jade. She can, yeah, exactly. She can kind of make Jade look 
Yeah, it's like, like who's Jade. gonna take the L? Is is Becky gonna take? Because Jade and Bianca are, are so evenly matched, and it's like I get what you're saying. You kind of wanna even if even if Becky beats Jade, you can still get those wow moments from and, Jade. When and you're I like, wanna, I want to see her first, Bianca. I want to backtrack a little bit too. When I said it would get lost in the shuffle, maybe it would, but at the, we're talking about how good the women are now. You can have four women's matches. You have two nights, two so you nights. can have four women's matches. And it wouldn't be crazy. So, I mean, they could, could have do the that. three we just said. Because they have, have to get them match. involved. And also, uh, a dark horse in the Elimination Chamber, to me, is Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan has improved immensely over the last few years. She's over. She's been away for a little while with an injury and then a little bit of a legal issue. Some weed found in her car. Nothing that serious. But she was away for a while for that. But she came back at the Royal Rumble. She eliminated Jade Cargill. So you can do something with that. Or the longer story, to me is with Rhea. Liv and Rhea were a tag team at one point, and Rhea started her rise by turning heel on Liv Morgan, and Liv Morgan never got that up, uh, that comeuppance. She never got her payback. So years later, they could do that, and that could be a totally different one, a different match, and then you have the other woman fight each other. You have Bianca and Becky. Well, Bianca and Becky have already done it enough times, but you could do Bianca and, and Jade, like you said. But we'll see. I think it's really... I think honestly, An interesting one, build, I think yeah. the more the more uh, star power, and I get it, you know, um, we cut the rock and, and and everything, but I think the more the merrier. I mean, I think that you know, yeah, with everything that's going on, it, we we lost Brock Lesnar. The more I'm thinking about it, you're right. Jade, Jade and Bianca might Brock be the Lesnar move. Jade and Bianca huge. might be the pull the trigger now, because like you said, we got the rock. We got eyes on this product that. Aren't typically watching wrestling. My you mom the casual, is going to probably watch this. Can you imagine the casual seeing Bianca exactly. and Jade in the ring at the, the same time? Especially the woman, especially the female. Like they're going to watch and say, "Wow, look at these strong, black, athletic women out there on a big stage doing their thing." These are two legit superstars. I think they're going to really get a crossover uh, fan base. I think you're right. I think that's going to yeah. be. I mean, I think with everything going on, the injuries we have. You know, we lost CM Punk. We lost um, Charlotte. I think the I think we need to. I go didn't even think about out. Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte's we, gone. Know. Yeah, the injuries have been crazy. CM Punk, Charlotte, Brock Lesnar. Those are three stars right there that you just wipe off of a WrestleMania. Major stars. Brock, for a different reason than the other two. <laughs> uh, we can get into that another time. But yeah, CM Punk injured. Charlotte injured. I feel like I'm missing somebody else. Might be injured too. Uh, Big E, but he's been injured for a while. The injury bug in wrestling, not just in WWE, AEW's been hit with it as well. MJF is hurt. Like injuries for wrestling right now is tough, but you, like you said, you have star powers, and you got my guy who we haven't talked to, who wasn't also on the press conference. I think he should have been there. Yeah, I'm talking about L.A. Knight. Where he needs he a go? big moment at WrestleMania. I was telling Jaron this, our friend Jaron. I was telling him, I think L.A. Knight versus Logan Paul is the way to go because. LA Knight isn't in a position to win a championship or the main championship right now, but you have Logan Paul, U.S. champion. Logan Paul, crazy popular. Like we said, crossover audience. People might see Logan Paul and tune in, and then you got this guy, LA Knight, the charismatic guy with the catchphrases. He jumps off the screen, and I think he could get new guys, new people tuning into wrestling, and I think putting the U.S. title on him is like a placeholder. He's not ready for well I think he's ready for the main event but it's kind of clogged right now you got cold you got the rock he's not getting there right now so right now have him in a feud with Logan Paul both guys can talk 
Logan Paul can wrestle, LA Knight can wrestle. You could have a solid match. LA Knight becomes the U.S. champion. Have a little run with that. What do we do with um, with Randy Orton and AJ Styles? Did one of those guys fight Seth? I didn't think of that. They're on different shows. So I don't know how they're going to uh, determine the Elimination Chamber. I'm assuming it's just going to be Raw wrestlers only. But yeah, you, you're right. You have Orton and Styles with nothing to do. And they've had a match. We've actually were there at 35. They had a WrestleMania match against each other. So I don't think they do that. But yeah, I actually wasn't even thinking about them. So, I mean, we talk about the stars that they're missing, but they still have guys like AJ Styles and Randy Orton out there that they can just plug in wherever they want. Star power in WWE right now is at an all-time high. I think the first time since the Attitude Era, you can really look. Or maybe, well, we talk about the Ruthless, ruthless Aggression Era. They had that run where there was so many stars, too. But I'll say the first time in at least 20 years, you have this many stars. You've got Cody Rhodes, The Rock, CM Punk, L.A. Knight, Roman Reigns, AJ Styles, Randy Orton, Bianca, Becky, Jade. Like, the list goes on. Their stack, this roster is pretty stacked as far as just star power. People that bring guys, in eyes. The guys out, like Punk and... Brock. Yeah, Punk's out, but I'm saying he's still, he's still there. He's at the press conference today. Like, he's still involved. Still involved, yeah. Sure. Still involved. Drew McIntyre, another guy. So, yeah, this WrestleMania is going to be fun. Just hope they book it book it well. And Triple H, man, people say there's detractors of Triple H saying he's not that good of a booker. I mean, you can nitpick here and there, but what he did in NXT. Shout out to Triple H. Yeah, what he did in NXT in 2017, 2018, 2019, to me, that was better than the main roster at that time. I agree. And now... He's had a couple years at the main roster, and he's breaking records. Whether <laughs> you want to give him all the credit or not, I will. He's breaking records, all time ticket sales records or pay per views. He so had to. He had he's to breaking deal with the all, most um, watched events. He, in, he, he caught a lot of flack, so he's got to get a lot of praise. Um, who Triple great, H? Absolutely, the greatest. Um, in my opinion, the greatest heel of the greatest era of all time. Oh my God! Here we go. Shout out to Triple H. Uh, <laughs> shout out to the game, man. He got he got a lot of flack from a lot. Not saying you. I, I think you. No, been, I don't give him. Flag. I think no. I, I think just you, don't I, rank him as high as. No, I think as no. I just said, no. I think he's. <clears throat> I think that's the greatest era. I think you do too. And I think oh, the he's the greatest era, yeah, heel of that era. era. I mean, who was the? He's top five of that well, era. Well, are we just erasing Vince McMahon's legacy because of what's going in, on? I or mean, what? <laughs> I'm just, you know what I'm saying. In-ring guys, you know, yeah, Vince, Vince, Vince did former, have some Vince matches. Vince is a former but... WWE champion. Put some respect <laughs> on his name. <laughs> Royal Rumble win in 1999. I'm sure we'll get into that. But no, but the game, I mean, he, um, I mean, the dude, <laughs> the dude almost died for this, <laughs> just from booking. He wasn't even wrestling. Just from the stress that he got from Laying it all on the line. Hey, Shout man, out to Triple H. Maybe that's because he screwed Bret Hart. You know, his heart gave out on him. Yikes. No comment on that. I will never, ever disrespect <laughs> the hitman. I'm, I'm happy. Um, the place, the, the sport is in a good place right now. And I haven't yes, been is. this excited in a long time, man. I, I haven't been. And I, and I know a lot of it's due to The Rock. And Whoa. I was excited when Stone Cold came back, but this this press conference, man, was you said it today, and I, you know, I was like, oh, it's a press conference, like, and then I'm like, wow, like how this ended. No, I knew it was gonna be big. Obviously, I didn't know what would happen, but I, I knew it was gonna yeah. be big. I knew 
the way that they, they went off SmackDown, they went off the air last week with the press conference as the logo at the bottom of the screen. I said, oh, this is going to be big. It's in Vegas. It's the week of the Super Bowl. Yep. All the media in the world is in Vegas for this. And the way that they were teasing it on social media, The Rock saying, tune in, this is going to be talked about forever. Like <laughs> They hyped it up and they delivered. They hit it out the park. And that doesn't always happen. Sometimes we watch things, we get disappointed, or we build it up ourselves. And it's our sometimes it's our own fault. We come up with these things in our head, and we're like, oh, it could do this, could do that. This is amazing. This this press conference did something that nobody predicted, and it was better than we predicted. That doesn't always happen. But that pretty much wraps it up for episode, well, episode one of the Juan and Kevin era. And we're here to take over. We're here to rank wrestling. We're going to have episodes every week whether it's historical episodes, whether it's current events, we will deliver content on a weekly basis. Make sure you subscribe. Give us that five-star review. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell a friend to tell a friend. We have boxing content, wrestling content. We are going to do a Royal Rumble edition. I know I've teased it before, but you hear Kevin. He's here with me. We had a little scheduling conflict, but we're back. We're here, and this is just the beginning. So stay tuned. Enjoy this journey with us. To break down all things professional wrestling. And up next, we have a Royal Rumble episode. We're going to rank our top five Royal Rumbles of all time. Stay tuned for that. Thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. Stay blessed. We out.